Welcome to Punk Frockers, a community sewing podcast brought to you by Jenny Hassler and Beverly Baptiste. Hello, it's Hi. good to see you today. We've got a guest with us today. We've got Florence Taylor. We're going to ask her to introduce herself and let you know where you can find her on the interwebs. Florence, take it away. Hi, good morning, everyone. I'm Florence Taylor. You can find me um, on Instagram. My Instagram is ftmom3, so F for Florence, T for Tom, mom3. I'm also on TikTok, which is Florence Taylor 14 um, outside of that, I'm just a mom and a sewist and I'm just everywhere on Facebook. I put a lot of different things on my vision board that's right in front of my sewing machine. It's like TikTok creator, find um, better ways to monetize my sewing, find better, better affiliate programs. Um, and all that trickles down to my idea of philanthropy and being um, totally community minded because all the monies a portion of the monies will go to food insecure um, at, uh, avenues that I, I, I work within, within different school districts, within restaurants, if somebody's in need of gift certificates, gift cards, if they will be able to provide some food for seniors that may not be able to afford it. Can they gift a family that might come into a restaurant just as a, just a sense of goodwill and things of like that? Because I live in a state that's unfortunate, in a city that has a lot of food insecure students and people. And I don't think that's right. That's, that's awesome. So for me, TikTok sounds like some sort of magic combination of YouTube and um, Twitter, maybe. And yes. so I'm, I'm not 100% on it. It's something I feel like I should learn more about. But your, your vision board sounds a lot more philanthropic than mine. My vision board has um, make, make $1,000 modeling this year. I think I'm going to do it. That's on my list. And then my, my next vision board item is have a pattern named after me. This became a vision after speaking to Corey Corey from Instagram, who is had by him. London is developing a pattern named after her. And I thought, oh my God, that's what I want. And I have no idea how you make this happen, but so I'm not actually working towards it in any fashion, but we'll see. Um, what have you that. been working on? I, I have a plethora of fabric in front of me. So I, right now, I'm all about the Ankara wax fabric and bright colors. Um, my goal is to make another, from the Friday Pattern Company, the sagebrush. I also would love to make- That'd be perfect in wax print, I think. I would like to make the Davenport, but only the skirt part. Oh. So I can pair it with the sagebrush and make the sagebrush gasp. As a crop, yeah. because I don't <gasps> see too many of us in crops. I have a crop sagebrush that I made out of white eyelet. Oh, that would be so And I, I love it. It is so fun. But I will say every time I put it on, I think when, when I step out of the bedroom, my husband's first thought appears to be, does she know that shirt is that short? <laughs> <laughs> And, and I put elastic on the bottom side. So I, I've actually made it. So it just elasticizes right under the ladies. And my theory is 
Yeah, first off, I do know it's that short. Um, but, but I thought that would be really nice with skirts this summer. Um, I made that a few months back. I've so far only worn it with overalls. And even then, most people seem to want to tug the shirt down when they see me. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like I'm not aware that there's this much space between the end of the shirt and the overall top, right? The, yeah. the pant part of it. Veronica has made me feel brave about showing my midriff. Yeah. And going braless. As you can see, this is this is the the new racerback that I did. I am not ready for braless. Okay. Neither was So I. here's why. You gotta tell me if you've solved this problem. For me, it's not the bounce, the jiggle, the orange in the bottom of the tube shop sock look. None of those are the problem. My problem is the 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 sweat pattern. <laughs> underneath my my boobs is that that I get all sweaty right in there and Beverly is is about to die (laughs) her laughter looks so amazing but it's quiet for some reason but that's my issue is the sweatiness and deodorant does not solve it because I don't use antiperspirants that's got all the metal in it and I'm allergic to it but the deodorant just makes it smell better but it doesn't make it feel better so I need something I don't have a recommendation for that. I am hacking this to have a shelf bra. That was the only thing I could come up with is if I shelf bra it, I still get orange tube sock, but that's all I get. It'll, it'd be fine. It would just be, it won't even be, it won't even be orange tube top because if it'll just be uniboob, it'll no. If you, if you (laughs) use like an athletic brush or if you use for the lining, something that's more stable, like athletic knit, you just have to like hoist your girls up and, Alrighty. Stay, and then they stay in position. That seems like a plan. That's what I haven't tried. So that is, that is the news I can use from today's podcast. But I'm in love. Like, as I'm looking at myself on the computer, this silhouette right here. I, I didn't, I, I love didn't, it too. I, I just don't like it with the big old bra strap. <laughs> and you can't wear a bra strap, but I'm like, you know yeah. what? And, and who says there, you can't wear a can, bra strap? You know, you could have a, I have a a bra that has, um, that you can switch it so that the straps crisscross in the back. And I bet they'd go up high like that. And you could maybe wear that. I think so. For me, I haven't found one that can hold my girls. That's my my issue. When I get like trying to pull it together towards the back, then it really is. It's just one giant Uh boob, but it's now pushed out in your face and, I mean, I don't object to that in certain scenarios, but a lot of what I'm talking about here is just sort of my casual farmer's market outfit, not <laughs> not the other outfits. So, uh, Beverly, what are you working on right now? Well, I just <laughs> finished my Fiber Mood Dana dress, which I'm wearing right now. I see. I see it. I and saw it. It's beautiful. I love it. It is such a floaty, comfortable when I think I'll get the most use out of it is in the fall and winter when I put like leggings on with it and maybe some boots and it'll just be so cozy and floaty. I also, it it comes with a belt, which is just like a tie around the waist belt. And that makes it probably 
I, I don't know, probably more put together, but not quite as comfortable to me. Um, so it's an interesting mix. The dress has a square neck and it has buttons all the way down the front. And it has um, little cuffs on the sleeves with buttons as well, which I think is nice. I made it in a tensel denim. And Gorgeous. Thank you. And it's nice and floaty. And I, I like that the material is really light because it is a voluminous dress. Now, if I had made this, let's say, in a quilting cotton or something, it would have a whole different feel to it, I guess, be even more tenty. But I really like this. The one thing I will say about this tensile denim, though, is tensile, and it's probably true anytime you're working with some kind of like rayon or viscose fabric that's in a twill weave, it's just so easy to, to, for it to like start fraying while you're working with it. And like when I was putting the buttonholes in, I caught a pin on it and I snagged it and I got really mad, but, um, but I could pull it and kind of, kind of fix it. Um, the one thing I will caution people if they make this dress is to consider where the neck opening is because it's a bit wide actually, I think that for, you should just consider that because like if it sits naturally, it's kind of like this okay. on me where you can kind of see my bra strap, which is not the big problem. It's just that it feels wider than it needs to be. Like I'd kind of like it to be a little bit, a little bit more in so that it sits uh, nicer on my shoulders. Maybe if you did a dart at the shoulder. Oh, I hadn't thought of that. But your collarbone is beautiful. And I love this silhouette of the collarbone. Thank That's you. one. The fact that you have it in the tensile and it's a button down, you can actually then maybe only button it halfway and tie yeah. it to the sides and wear with a cute pair of leggings. So only the front is the front is tied and the back is loose. And then you have these cute denim leggings or like jeans. Yeah. I think that I think you could totally wear it still in the summer. Well, really and I actually it. thought about wearing it open. So I, at first I was like, why am I doing all these buttonholes? I can just sew this thing up and then put the buttons on. Right. But I'm so glad I did that because if I, I could wear it open like a duster. Yes. It's, I, I don't know. I think it's kind of cool. I love that. I think <laughs> I, I saw it and I'm like, Ooh, I've never, first of all, I've never heard of fiber mode. Oh, mood. I'm all over them lately. They're, they're my new thing they, they have, they're a sewing magazine and it's like, I think it's a Dutch magazine, but they come in a bunch of different languages. It's a little awkward on their website to kind of work your way around, but the, mm -hmm. the pattern, when it comes, when you get the instructions in English, it's perfectly fine. It's not like awkward or anything, but I have been making, I just recently made, they have a pattern um, that we talked about already on here about the harmony pattern, which is like a sailor top in the front. And, um, and they have interesting construction techniques on some of these things, but I think the instructions are quite good. They tell you step-by-step, step, even things like overlocking the seams and things like that. They, they put in all the things in the instructions and some of the things are a little bit fiddly, but I, I think for anybody who's, you know, not a total beginner, I think their, their patterns are, and they're very stylish patterns. In fact, my next pattern that I'm going to make is the fiber mood Rosen, which is really interesting top. So it's a button down. It has a V neck. I saw it. And that is one of the dresses I have in, as a Pinterest oh, really? installation that I've seen before. And I didn't know how I was going to recreate that look. And I was so happy you showed that 
It is so beautiful, right? It makes this swing top with a a diagonal gathering um, going under the arms. It's so beautiful. So beautiful. I'm in love with, I'm obsessed. When I saw it, I was like, this is the dress I have on my Pinterest board. I was like, I need to make this happen so much. This you know- this one's been on my list as well. So what I love about the fiber mood patterns is they they are drafted for bodies that are smaller than mine. Their max hip is generally around 57 inches, but it's a decent range, especially given what's out there. And mm-hmm. for a lot of the garments I like from them, the hip won't matter. It's it's a relatively free size, so I don't actually have to draft up, which is nice. So for example, on the, uh, the Dana dress that Beverly just made, that's really similar to the sundress I've been doing that's from a big four company that I won't name because it's drafted for 15 inches smaller than my body, is a really similar outline as that, except the square neckline is created through gathering instead of um, through the yoke the way that it is on, on Beverly's dress. And so it's, it's another thing that can get you a similar silhouette. I also make the, the Rosalie, which is what I'm wearing right now came from them. And when I, the whole time I'm making it, I'm like, well, this isn't going to fit and it's going to look bad, but, but it's actually marvelous. It fits beautifully. The arm size, a little shallow for me because wings, but, but outside of that, it's uh it's a really good it's a nice pattern. It was really well uh, drafted and the explanations on how to build it are really good. I like fiber mood because they're, they're fabulous patterns and I've got the rose in here waiting for me to make it too. And I'm going to extend it, it into a dress. I mean, that's my plan is a dress because I need to make it now. And then I'm looking at Beverly's top and it, it's very similar to the Friday pattern company, square knock square top, top. Mm-hmm. square knock top, yep. which you can make in woven as well as in knit. I, I bought so, that one recently. I, I, I like the I idea. But I, I think, I think we, I, Jenny, let me know when you want to do your Rosen. I will find and, or, and I will print and order mine and I'd like to make it and we could do it. We could maybe do it together. Oh, I just do. Yeah. Oh, you perfect. Too. We three can three do a triple. Absolutely. <laughs> I already have my pattern. So you guys need to get the pattern. I have it. I, hey, so I have to get it and you get I, it. You message us on I, and just mention the punk frock message, the punk frockers uh, thing you do. And we'll uh, we'll get it started and maybe use one of these denims. Um, oh, wow. This is uh, I love it. Uh, I think I have a double gauze I'm going to use, but I'm not. positive. I have some Nana Nani Iru double gauze. It's beautiful. And then I have this from um, L.A. Finch that they. That yeah, I have. Ooh, ooh. yes. Okay, I want to so make we, this. We closer. can make this happen. Yes, yes. And I actually have it's what reminded me of that. <laughs> it's it's an audio medium, but we do a lot of visual conversation. <laughs> <laughs> this is a linen <gasps> and rayon blend. That's oh, I love beautiful. it. And so what I'm showing to them that the listeners can't see is something that <laughs> looks like it got spilled a bunch of ink on uh, uh, off-white fabric. And I think this would be perfect for that. It's nice and kind of drapey, but still substantial. So I think it'll be, I think it'll be nice. Wonderful. I'm excited. So this is going to be fun because the absolute best part of it is we could probably do like an Instagram live to show off our dresses when we're done. <laughs> that'd be fun that would be fun fun. so awesome great idea all right jenny what are you selling right now oh my god so i have been working as you know pretty exclusively on 
test sews for Chris Wood sews uh, upcoming pattern, which will be released in June. And I've already, I'm only testing the dress. There's some other versions and it's already perfected. There are no additional makes needed. I will be doing at least seven though, because I've already picked out the fabric for the dresses I have to have out of this. It is fabulous. It is a floaty masterpiece of joy and love. And so um, my most recent one, I just completed out of a midweight stretch satin out of the jankiest, most awful stretch satin I have ever experienced. This is the stringy, terrible mess of it because I tear it because it's all rectangles. I tear everything. This is what happens only worse. And then you can't get it off your hands. I've, I've spent days cleaning up my sewing areas so that I'm no longer attacked by pink fuzz everywhere I go. It's the worst, but I did it because one of the things that I think is true about the patterns that Chris would does is that they're really easy to make look amazing in $40 a yard fabric, but they can be harder to make look amazing in $1.97. No one should ever have made this fabric fabric. And indeed it looked amazing. This was a great dress. The weight of it gave it, it'd be perfect for PF glam, except it won't be released until June 1st. It is an amazing, amazing dress. And I can't wait to be able to share it. And like I say, my goal was to kind of say, I wonder how this would look if it was the wrong fabric. (laughs) And it looks really good. I've never heard of Chris Wood Sews either. Chris is relatively new and only has a fairly small number of patterns and they're all the zero waste type of design. And there are pluses and minuses to those designs, especially for fat bodies, I find. And there there are several of them where um, like her envelope dress, which I've made quite a few of, if I make it in a nice silk, whether it's a cheap or an expensive silk, but a nice thin chiffon silky type, it is... It is like wearing heaven. It is just comfortable and beautiful. Mm. I get more compliments all day long on it. Out of a quilting cotton, it is not what you want to do, in my opinion. Um, It's too stiff. It's too whatever. So I haven't been as successful there. But for me, it's just fun to try all the things and see what works. And I have several that are staples in my wardrobe and others that have been handed along to other people who may find them more successful. So that's one of the things I've been doing. And then the, the next one is... I've been working on an Adriana by Friday Pattern Company out of a bronze and silver shimmery silk fabric. I cut it out, all of it except the sleeves, before realizing that I misremembered how much fabric I had. And so I've got to hit Joanne this morning and pick up some sheer, probably not silk, whatever Joanne has, some sheer mm-hmm. something to make the sleeves out of that'll go with it. Because I think I was planning it as a PF glam item anyway. Um, but with the sheer sleeves, I think it'll really up the glam quotient. So that's on my list there. And I've also cut out my next fiber mood Rosalie, which is that sort of short tenty dress with the V-neck front and the little uh, circular skirt ruffle as yes. a sleeve. So it's cut so out on pretty. the same principle as a circle skirt. Um, so and I've pretty. cut that out of a black and rainbow uh, cotton sateen. And so I'm very excited to see if that works. But the bad news is the reason I've got all these things lined up and ready to go is because I'm doing anything I can to avoid doing the sewing I've promised for someone else because sewing for someone else is never as awesome as sewing for me. And we are taking my granddaughter to the Bucky's convenience store chain in central Georgia 
for making AB honor roll several times in a row. And she loves a convenience Aww. store. So we're taking her to the, the 45,000 square foot convenience store. And I bought from Spoonflower custom printed fabric with their logo. And I then picked up some pajama style uh, t-shirt and short patterns. So I'm going to make her an outfit. I'm excited to do it, except now that I have to do it because we leave in a week. Mm -hmm. It's a lot harder to find the (laughs) mojo to cut out her pattern instead of my amazing snakeskin dress. I know it's, it's, it's so hard because we're going to the beach at the end of the month and the girls have said, mama, have you started our swimsuits? And I'm like, right. I'm like, no, I'll be finishing those just before we get in the car. What are you bothering me about? I'm like, no. (laughs) And there, but you know, my, my girls, uh, my twins are very specific. They like, um, they're very modest. So they want a rash guard with some, you know, with like almost like culotte type things. And I'm like, okay, I can do that. But I'm sitting here amongst all these beautiful, I have so many strikes and so many um, pattern tests that I'm doing. Okay. So I can, can I admit, yeah. By Hand of London is coming out with two new ones. And the one that I'm going to be doing next is delicious. I have not been picked yet by, by Hand of by hand London for any pattern tests. And I am devastated. <laughs> well, I will send an email and I will suggest nudge, cajole, persuade. I got put in the pool. I just didn't get picked for the specific test. And it was, well, while we're here, we should mention that by hand London just announced that they are oh expanding God. their size range yes. even further to 67 and a half inch hips. Yes. Is that because of you, Florence? That was because of the designer being so thoughtful and proactive in asking questions, in researching on their own, not taxing me for the emotional labor, just saying, I don't think that this is enough. That's, Wonderful. That's how they thought about it. And I and I messaged literally that the minute I saw the post, I messaged and I said, I'm so proud of what you're doing. I'm so proud to say that I am testing for you because at this point, I'm picking and choosing who I want to test for. Yep. One, if you're not if you're not going to pay me for to test, then I'm not I'm not really going to do it. But if I see a designer is really working to make something inclusive and genuine in their approach and in their research before coming back to me and asking me what should I do? Do you think no 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 no? Do your homework because if you want to if you want to learn how to um raise orchids you know how to research that like don't tell me how to research for your for fat bodies the information's out there if you have looked at almost if you've looked at sources and the uh like a footnote source then i'm cool with that but don't i'm I'm tired of trying to trying to be seen when you've closed your eyes and this designer and that company is not like that. It's For so beautiful. For Glam, I've made by hand London and a dress, which to me is very glamorous because I'm kind of a, I like more plain style, but I love that Anna dress that they have. And I have made one, my tester one, which was really nice. And I made one to wear to a wedding, which is also very nice. And then one to... 
uh, for the PF Glam. Yeah, I, I discovered their dresses some time ago when I saw a fat body post a picture of them wearing Vienna. And I thought, oh my God, I had no idea their patterns would fit me because hadn't seen a lot of evidence but but once i once i made it i was definitely in love with it it's a it's a great pattern and i've since more recently made the tamsin which i made using some of katie portman's new double gauze actually that i picked yeah. up it's gorgeous and i figured out an easier way to do the big tucks that are in it because i'm super lazy and we okay, all please have to tell remember me. that please tell me because i omitted that from my version because my okay. brain couldn't process it. Please tell me how. So here's how I did it. Can you describe the Tamsin dress so people know what you're talking about? That's a solid point. So the Tamsin dress is one that has a squarish neckline and full sleeves and a fitted bodice with a full skirt, a gathered full skirt. And both the sleeves and the skirt have a series of three one to one and a half inch wide tucks where you've folded the fabric in half taken a seam as if you were going to run elastic through it, right? But you're not. It just lays down flat as a tuck in the fabric. And it gives it just a, to me, a really neat kind of architectural look to what is really a soft, romantic style of dress. And those tucks, the the way it was described in the, in the instructions, I was going to have to draw lines and then press and you know, there was a lot of stuff that wasn't going to happen for me. And it started literally by saying, press it so that the, so that it's got the memory of where the line is going to go and then unfold it and then sew the side seam and then blah, blah, blah. Just a lot of words that I couldn't even hear. And so what I did instead, what I did instead was I sewed the side skirt seams completely together. And then I laid the pattern piece back over it again and marked in my seam allowance where the folds were supposed to go. And then at my cutting table, I lay it down on the table and starting from the bottom tuck, am I remembering right? I think I started with the bottom tuck, but it may have been the top one. I folded the fabric. Oh, and I had it inside out so that I could fold the fabric up and measure using my big, you know, the big plastic quilting rulers. I use Mm -hmm. those. I measured, oh, this is where my line is supposed to go. I stuck like two or three clips along the length of it so that it would have, so that as I pulled it through my machine, it would stay folded for the length of the side, right? Without lines, without anything else. And I, and I literally then pulled it over to my machine, held the fabric taut as I pulled it through to make sure I was maintaining that four inch distance or close enough and just ran it through, then pulled it back onto the table, measured where the next one was supposed to go and using literally for that length, which has got to be 120 inches or 100 inches around the diameter of the yes, circumference of the skirt. Yes. It had to have been at least that much. I only used maybe three clips to hold it steady, but it was enough just sitting slightly back from my machine and holding at an arm's length, holding it taut so that the the line was staying naturally folded. No basting, no marking with a pen, no no pinning. I think I would probably do the instructions that they have in the... Oh, 100% you would. And you'd be unhappy (laughs) with the results otherwise. Mine came out really well and I tested it on the sleeves because it was a shorter distance to test it on. Oh, But it it worked out really beautifully. And the sleeve was even easier because I took off, I don't know, the pocket part of your machine, the one that holds your bobbins and shit. You know, I took that Mm -hmm. off and just left the part that you normally would sew a sleeve or a small thing around. I put the sleeve around that and used it again 
to help keep that line being straight the whole time. And it worked so well. I was incredibly happy with the result. And it took very few minutes instead of very many minutes. Because initially, I was going to omit it on the skirt because it looked like too much of a pain in the ass. And it wasn't once I realized if you just fold it and put a couple clips to keep it folded along the length of it, you're, you're, it tells you like this fold is an inch and a half and you can use the marking on your machine for the inch and a half seam, right? To, to feed it through evenly. So it, I'm saying it so badly, guys, but I swear to God, this was so easy. And if I hadn't done it, I would never have put those damn folds in. <laughs> I am team Beverly. I am going, I would be a rule follower with that. Nope, no way. <laughs> Just because <And> if- <laughs> I wouldn't want, I wouldn't, especially if, for me, if I'm going to make, the Tamsin, for example, I'm oh, going to use so a. Good, I'm going to use a fabric that really, really is 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 just beautiful in everything about it. Like whether it's the print or the weight or the or the type of substrate. So I would not want to ruin it because it's like you know. Well, the thing is, is that Jenny has the ability to cut corners and have it look good. Yeah, and have it work, and I don't. Like, I do not either. The, the finicky things I have to, you know, like I when I put in a zipper, I baste it by hand, and absolutely, you know, that's the way. So what is I. wrong with you people? Well, okay. So you you want to hear something? I don't use a serger. I don't use a cover stitch. I use a basic Sears nineteen seventy eight Kenmore machine. I use a nineteen eighty Nietzsche, and I have now upgraded to I think it's like nineteen ninety early 2000 singer that I found um, at a flea market. I didn't know that the, the singer had a zipper foot. I had to open, I opened, you know, the, the little thing that it has just by accident, it fell and it opened. And I'm like, Oh, what's I'm like, this is a zipper foot. I've been sewing my zippers all by hand. Oh, I would never do that. I, I because none of my machines, out. none of my machines have zipper feet. Um, but this is my Tamsin skirt and you can't That's see it as well in the photo, but my lines are perfectly straight. It came out so beautifully, beautiful. but without my being discouraged and choosing not to do it, which I would argue, Florence, you, you opted against this. <laughs> you opted against them. I and did. my method I- made it so I could. And that was the Katie Cortman stuff. It sold out in a flash. This was not expensive. It was 15 or $16 a yard, but it was still a lot of fabric. I committed to it. I, um, I want, I, I would, if you could do a live or if you could do a video oh, of totally how you did that. that, I would love that because I did do my Tamsin and I have it in this beautiful coral orange and it's a solid. I use a printed, uh, I use it, I used a printed floral for the top and with a solid skirt and those pleats. I am certain that they would be gorgeous because I have not taken the dress apart. That's how much I love the dress. And I said, when I have an opportunity to really sit down and I have a chance to do a self-care sew, I'm going to actually do the pin tucks because that's what I call them. I call them pin tucks. Yeah, they are. They're Um, just fat pin tucks. (laughs) But I love them. And I would love if you could do that for me so I can wear it. And Jenny will teach us how to do this. (laughs) Well, I am going to South Carolina and I am planning to pass by my brother's house in Asheville. I might, I might do that. (laughs) 
So yeah, I'll definitely look at doing some more photo documentation and maybe even a little video of it because it was for me, it was the only way I was going to do that. I already knew in my head, as soon as I bought the pattern, I'm like, what am I even thinking? This, this is, I'm not going to do whatever it is they think I'm going to do to make that happen. And when it said to pull out the iron, I'm like, oh God, no, I'm done. That's not a, that's not an option at my house. Okay, can I say that I am an iron fanatic? I love ironing. I will iron my knits at each step because oh when God. I'm doing a when I'm doing a gather for a knit item, I, I feel that it holds the seam, hmm. um, the the stitch line better. I like the pleat. Okay, so I'm I'm a corny person. Also, <laughs> I like to gather by hand. I don't do any, I do, I do, I do the gather at the seam allowance. I do one above one underneath. And then I do one at almost an eighth from the top because I want four you stitch lines. I do, do four. You do four gatherings. Yeah. The three four is ga- standard for couture. You're like extra couture. So I will sit at the, I will sit in the living room and I will yeah. watch some TV or music and I just sit there and I, but I will do, I will do if I have, I will do it for 10 dresses. So I'm just sitting there. I, I do almost. That made assembly. it sound worse. That yeah. didn't make it sound <laughs> no. better. It's, it's even All better of a because sudden it's like, instead of a tiny chore, I actually set myself up with like a lot of chores. But if you're watching something on TV, you, you're just sitting there and you're just, you're just doing it. You're just gathering, putting oh the skirt God, aside, gathering. Ever run out of things to gather? I can literally <laughs> just mail you a bunch of rectangles and you can just send them back when you're done. But you, um, <laughs> I I almost like I need something to keep my hands busy mm-hmm. if I'm watching something or I'm spending. If I'm doing quality time with the kids and watching a movie and things like that, I need to do something that doesn't pull away from the attention of them. I or if they're asking because- a question. Yeah, I'm the same way. So in, I love uh, football. And in the fall time, I watch a lot of football. But I feel bad watching football and doing nothing. Like, I just don't, it's not, I feel itchy. Like, I got to do something. And so that's when my knitting comes in. And I do a lot mm-hmm. of knitting in football season. So you so should gather. On football, <laughs> you I should gather during football, football season. All right, we should talk about... Um, <laughs> The lamb, which is what we're here for. This is literally why Beverly is the best, and I am the worst. <laughs> she re- she she gently redirects. She yeah. she knows what people are coming to listen to, and I give to Jenny make sure her playtime, and then after Jenny's playtime, I say, "Okay, now it's time to get down to business." <laughs> That's what the tag should be on the website for the behind the scenes is Jenny's playtime. Playtime, I love it. <laughs> oh no, that's so terrible. So we've had, um, we're about halfway through the month and we've had about 15, 14 uh, entries. Some of them are multiple entries by one person, which is pretty exciting for our PF Glam hashtag, I think. It is really exciting. And one thing I'll point out is that when we first introduced this, you asked what kind of items would people make for PF Glam? And I said, oh, maybe they'd make a wedding dress. And we both kind of laughed, like, who's going to do that? But what do we have in there? Our very first one. Yeah, it's a wedding dress. Not our first entry, but the first one on our list today is a Creations by Paula Mew, or M-U, a wedding dress that has been replicated on a doll. (laughs) It's amazing. It's oh my gorgeous. God. 
which is everything I never knew I wanted. I'll just lead with that. So this <laughs> one's gorgeous. Paula, and I'm, I'm, I'm going out on a limb and saying that probably this person's name is Paula based on the ID, but it may be like Joe for me where it's not really my name, has done an amazing job of entries over the last several months, but also in other other taggable events on Instagram. They, they contribute a lot in that way. They're very creative. And I, I love this. This I is, love this is this is like a lot of work, detailed, beautiful yes. work and contributing it to the sewing community is wonderful to add that into. Uh, right. And when you zoom in on this one, uh, we're calling it a wedding dress. But it looks like pants. pants. It's pants. Which oh, I love. With a, it, with a it, tail. It, it, it's it not is. a tail. Maybe a we train, take tail a train, right out of a train, this. A train. A train. A train. But it's it's pants with a train. It's a jumpsuit with a train and some beautiful lace work. This is just that's what makes it blown next away. level, amazing and oh my blown God. away. Because if you just detach the train, now you're just styling in this haute couture yep. jumpsuit. You add and you the can train, wear that every anniversary. And once you add the train, you have just taken it to like Queen Beyonce style. It's like yes, this is House of Darion. Beautiful. It is completely amazing. <laughs> it's gorgeous. I want the doll because the doll has beautiful natural hair. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with you. It's a really good doll. It's phenomenal. I'm I'm kind of upset. And it's it's clearly a, a self-made doll as well. Yes. Which is also amazing. It's just very lovely. Yeah, the, the next one I uh, wanted to call out was uh, the Prescott dress from Hey June Handmade. Yay, which, just did that. Just released that. I and. I've never heard of them. So this is a new one for me. And that's uh, that's being made by C.Picus. And it comes to a max 63-inch hip, mm -hmm. which is really nice. I think I didn't post that. I'm going to be posting my versions today. It's already on the Hey June um, group page. Now, here's the beautiful thing about Hey June. They also are a... First of all, the drafting is excellent. Okay? So let's start Good there. Good to know. But when there was a lack of visibility for plus size bodies. She reached out and she's been so thoughtful and mindful in making sure not to just slap a pattern together just to say, oh, I'm inclusive. No, no, no. This is a knit dress that has drum roll darts. That's wonderful. Style Art does that too with their knits. Love it. The bodice has darts, the shelf bra, Jenny, shelf bra. There's a shelf bra? Yes. You can't see that in the picture. No, you'll you'll see you'll you'll see it in mine because I did uh, she well see um Piscus has a jacket, but with mine and the racer back, I it here's the best thing. When I sent um Adriana the pictures of my final, her first response was, Are you kidding me? I had to sit down and look at your pictures. <laughs> the back is exceptional. It's a racer back and it's just it's, it's well, crap. Now so I'm going to have to make this one. If yeah, you I, ha I have an affiliate link. So wait till if you're going to buy it. I'll, I'll tell oh, yeah. you my affiliate link. <laughs> message, <laughs> message me the link. I will be all over it. This is if amazing. You, if you go through the pictures that CPICUS has put on um, their Instagram, you'll see the back of it, the racer back on it, and the darts on the side. Very nice. Mm hmm. And it, that is it, awesome. it just 
it just comes together really nicely. You have it as a top. You can have it as a mini. You some some of the sewers had it longer. I have, and I'm not exaggerating. You know how I showed you that leopard animal skin? That's my neck sew with it. I'm like, I'm going to do that. I'm all about racerbacks right now. And if it comes with a shelf bra, I'm like, oh, this is even better. It's it's constructed really nice. The yeah, back, like the back bodice is yeah. cut in a mirror. So if you have a sway back or you, you have can, yeah. ample junk in your trunk, That's it right. accentuates how pretty that booty is and that derriere silhouette. Oh, it's it's everything. Love <laughs> it. I love it. I love I it. I love it. And uh, CPIC has put it in as a part of PF Glam because they're wearing makeup and shoes and that makes any outfit in the pandemic glamorous. So I like it. I do too. For me, that's all the time that makes it (laughs) glamorous. (laughs) Okay. The next one we have is from somebody or other's mom. And this is a beautiful, you know what? This is, this has got the, um, Mrs. Roper vibes, right? Yes, because yeah. of the print. The print, the print is very. The print mm-hmm. is very like seventies, sort of colorful. Yes, it's beautiful. I'm looking at the picture. The bodice is stunning. The the strap is that a is that a tie or is that it, like just like a ruffle? It frill? looks like a tie to me, but this is a self drafted. Oh, um, and the description is from squares and rectangles. Oh, of I love silk this. scarves. Yeah. Wow. Oh, I know. And this is the opposite of the one we were just talking about because it's barefoot with no makeup, but still <laughs> obviously so glamorous. glamorous. Totally glamorous. Yeah. The next one for me is something I'm always trying to figure out how to do on purpose, but they uh, <clears throat> they managed, as I recall, to do this uh, accidentally. This is Gosling Garments, uh, a Patterns for Pirates boundless with a max 58-inch hip combined with the So Liberated Estuary, which has a max 57-inch hip skirt, and they use the striping in different directions I but in a, a different post they had done about the same garment I believe they mentioned that 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 happened because they started cutting before thinking about how things would have to line up it worked I, out so perfect it's perfect I think it, it's it is so clever absolutely it's it's a completely gorgeous one it the next one from Ellen Archivist is an elongated Pona jacket from Helen's Closet. Gorgeous. And it, she has made that Chris Woods envelope dress that you were talking about. And it looks so beautiful together. Gorgeous. And I think I think it's nice how she says that it's a mad scientist on vacation vibes because she's made the <laughs> Pona dress in a white fabric. And, you know, when I first, you know, I am a scientist, so I do wear lab coats. And I was like, hey, that's like a beautiful lab coat. Wonderful. It's Absolutely. Beautiful. And it, it's such a beautiful linen, which of course is also your vibe, but I, yep. I love the way that one came together. And I, I am aware that the Pona jacket comes longer. It does not come ankle length, but it had never occurred to me that of course you could make it an ankle length jacket, which would be amazing. Yeah, And it obviously is. And the Chris Woods dress in that rose, to me, it looks rose mauve. Rose, yeah, rose gold mm-hmm. is beautiful. It's, it's stunning that the way the V-neck is coming down is, is yep. just, it's lovely. Yeah, it's what it's a, a very make. nice one. Now, our next make, this Fox makes, I I don't even have wow. the right words. I, I looked so at it gorgeous. and immediately thought that is a fairy tale. It, it is. is. It, it just, 
It is so perfect. Such a lovely use of the Upton dress in 100% silk. Wow. And it's, it's just amazing. Um, the description notes that the hem is 10 meters, the entire roundness of the hem, which is, wow. I, I don't even have words. And I've, I've gone and made an assumption that this is the sort of hem you'd have to be careful when you hem because of the patterning on the silk. Mm-hmm. And my my eyes bleed just thinking about it. But this is so lovely. And the lighter weight chiffon cape or capelet is also completely beautiful. But there's uh, hand finishing involved in it, the zip and tiny, tiny pearl buttons. And it's just, wow, just so amazing. It's beautiful. And another wedding dress. Yep, absolutely. I, I love this. Everything about it really just, it ticks all the boxes. I need to start following that, Zoe's. Absolutely. And we've got some folks who have started but not finished yet. And uh, one of those is So Asylum, who's posted a picture of fabric and a patch that they intend to make for their daughter and are calling it Preschool Glam. Um, it's a beautiful floral fabric that to me looks a little heavier weight, perhaps, with um, a lovely ribbon for a counter accent some possible buttons and a rainbow frosted cupcake patch. Looks like and there's I don't sequins know on that patch part. too. Oh, definitely there are. And immediately, so I will admit when I read this the first time, I skipped the part where their daughter wanted a fashion sew dress because I immediately looked at it and thought, oh, hell yeah, that'd be great for me. <laughs> um, so so I'm, I'm a little confused, um, but there is a whole hashtag about toddler chic, which is, Primarily grandmas dressing, <laughs> dressing as, as their children might have as toddlers. So yeah, I think this is going to be exciting to see how it goes. They note that their uh, preschooler has very strong opinions about this dress. So it should be an adventure. And next we have another from Creations by Palamu. And this is her own wedding dress. And look at that. Oh my mm. God. So beautiful. So beautiful. Abs- Okay. Absolutely. I need, to, I need to start following Palomu. Like, oh, yeah. for sure. There is so much inspiration to be had there. This one, the, so it's worth going to Paula's feed and looking at other pictures she has posted of this dress. Every bit of it is her creation, including the fascinator. And the back of the dress has bustling and all kinds of other amazing details. The color is so perfect. The fit, of course, is amazing. Paula takes her time to really, really work with fabrics to try and bring even more out of them. I tend to rely on the fabric to tell the story. Um, Paula takes the fabric and adds patterning details that improve both the pattern and the fabric. And I, I really admire that. That is, that is a hard one skill. That's true. It's, it's beautiful from the intricate details of the bodice to the show-stopping waist feature with, I don't know if that's a pin or if that's actually something that they created around the midriff. It's so beautiful. Like I want this just for myself. Now we have another one here, Sweet Tea and Stitchery, that is uh, just beginning its journey into a PF Glam garment. And they are using a mood pattern. And you can see that they've had to tape that together. 
<laughs> Which is Jenny's nemesis. She can't stand it, is. it together. <laughs> oh my God. Why would I tape anything together? Um, I, the pattern I'm going to make for PF Glam is a mood pattern. And I, it's the one I tried to convert from PDF to, um, from to eight, AO eight. size from eight and a half by 11 to AO sizing. And so, cause I hate, I hate taping things together so much. Um, but, but I admire their willingness to do this. So, um, so it's lovely. And I, I've been trying by zooming in to really get a good look at their, their pattern weights. They've got the little tiny pattern weights and the big pattern weights, and they all seem to be sort of vintagey sewing themed, which I think is lovely. Plus I, I really need the tiny plastic sewing machine that's weighing down one part of the pattern. Oh, that is absolutely. And I need, I need a pattern weight that it looks like a perfume bottle. Yes. Yes, exactly. These are awesome. And I, I would love to know where they came from. <laughs> So the next one we have is unique. This is a hat from SHSJ4206. And it's a folkwear metropolitan hat. And it is so adorable and beautiful. Mm -hmm. That fabric is so lovely. Beautiful. That's the the Marimekko fabric, which I love and have so far been unwilling to pay to own. Most of the time when I find it, it's in the $40 to $60 a yard range. Mm-hmm. And I will be doing it at some point. So, so far, instead, what I have done is to purchase duvet covers by Mary Mecco oh. used on Poshmark and turn those into clothing. That's um, smart. Because it cuts the cost per yard down considerably. Yeah. But but you don't get the wider variety of possible fabrics either. You're just sort of limited to what someone might be selling for a reasonable price. So, but I, I do love the Mary Mecco fabric and I agree you could make anything. A water bottle cover would be glamorous if it was made out of this fabric. It's, it's, it elevates it so much. So that's what I was saying in terms of like posh, <laughs> like for glam, it's either the pattern, like, are you going to emphasize the pattern as picking a glam pattern or are you going to pick a glam fabric yeah. and, mm-hmm. and elevating it? What I love about this make is you just pin, you just nailed it on the head when you said that the cost of the fabric by the yard is, is a little more than, you know, somebody would want to spend, but taking an accessory. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's what makes it glam because let me tell you that hat, if you bring it down, just a bridge more, bringing the brim down so it's like almost covering your eye and you just have mm. a simple sheath dress on you're st- you're stopping people are going to wonder what is happening with you because you are everything with are they hat. shooting a movie here that i don't know about what's <laughs> exactly <going on? laughs> is this person incognito who the are big they glasses the audrey hepburn sons and see that's the thing that's for me about glam well paula who is she's going to be my new best friend I mean, so prolific and amazing. Um, This one is a a pink color-blocked pattern mixy creation with a train and with fabulous, the, are they called bell sleeves? The big floopy droopy? Yeah. I don't know what they're called, but the statement sleeves at any case. And uh, this is, this, (laughs) this is just adorable. And it is uh, body hugging, glam filled. 
amazingness. I don't, I don't even know how to finish describing it. It is just so lovely and has those details we were talking about earlier, where you can see at the front of the dress, there's been, a, to me, it looks like kind of like a calla lily shape, uh, white accent piece at mm-hmm. the V of the neck. Yeah. Um, it's got straps and is off the shoulder with a uh, contrasting pattern and colors and is just, is just really beautiful and mm-hmm. fits perfectly. It's a yeah. body. There isn't it's, a it's thing a about the fit that I don't love. Yeah. She did a modified of the uh, patterns for pirates wiggle dress, which is one of my favorite. Next one we have is from Sheila O'Kelly. It's the Zadie jumpsuit and it's a glamorous version of the Zadie jumpsuit. It's a really bold red color. And in the photo that she has, she has like a red lipstick on and red shoes. And it's, it's fantastic. And a martini glass. Yes. <laughs> there's, there's some absolutely some celebrating in a glamorous manner happening right there. That's true. Um, I need it, this jumpsuit in my life. One of the things that's really appealing to me in part here is this is this is a little outside of what I normally see Sheila wearing on Instagram. And I think uh, both the color palette and the the style feel just like a step of outside of the the norm. And it it brings to mind even more how much this is a, a a glamorous approach to that jumpsuit. And it is it is perfectly lovely. So okay. Talk Hobbit Stitches is, first off, one of my favorite Instagram accounts anyway, because it's such a neat, feels like an easy, eclectic, woodsy style, generally, um, that this uh, Instagrammer posts. But in this case, I love their interpretation of glam and glamour. So a glamour is, uh, an archaic use of the word glamour, is something you, a spell you cast on something to keep it hidden or to disguise its true nature. So if you play, my husband and I met playing Dungeons and Dragons. And if you played Dungeons and Dragons 30 plus years ago, you would cast glamours to try and help things not be noticeable when you were playing the game or whatever. But but, uh, I love that that is the interpretation that they decided to take on it because traditional glamorous looks wouldn't be part of their aesthetic. So instead, the, the plan is to use the fabrics that they pictured to make something that would be more woodsy glamorous. And it's uh, seemingly, uh, it's just some beautiful patterned linen or cotton linen looking fabrics that I think go together well. The gray is well matched to the flowers in the uh, the accent fabric. And I look forward to seeing what is made out of this. Yeah, me too. Um, because it's really pretty. But yeah, that's my my geeky origin story with my husband. We play D&D together. I play D&D also. And I also do cast glamour. So That's how I snared my husband. <laughs> I mean, so to be fair for me, my husband dated his way through all the other women in the group, just saving me for last. Probably not exclusively because I was about 13 when we met and he was 17. Um, <laughs> and so he was dating the age appropriate women in the group, or in some cases, perhaps he was on the young side for them. But in any case... <laughs> Eventually, he circled back around to me, um, <laughs> and uh, I just used the trick of moving him into my house on our first date, <laughs> and, and it was a, a successful ploy. So, yeah, 
That was awesome. That is, I believe, the wrap up for our entry so far. We're right now recording this midway through May. So although you'll be hearing this at the end of May, and we will have some more things to talk about when uh, when we do our, our reveal of our garments, um, this is where we are at this point in the month. Is there anything else we think we ought to add to this already in difficultly long episode for Beverly to edit? <laughs> <laughs> See you, See then you next, next Tuesday. Tuesday. Okay, it's just Beverly and Jenny here popping in to talk about when we are going to have our Punk Rockers prom. So excited, even though I'm still not sure I'm going to have my prom dress, the one I really want to make ready in time or that it's going to fit. I bet you will. I bet you will. Maybe I'll make mine a size larger just to be sure. So yeah, I'm I'm not real clear on this, but I'm very excited that we're going to have this event. We've been um, just your tiniest little prom committee making plans. It's going to be awesome. That's right. So we put up two suggested times for people and we got a lot of responses and we had um, pretty much the same number of people responding that they could come to one or the other. It turns out that one of the events is occurring at the same time as another virtual sewing circle. So we're going to go with the time that will be for us, May 29th, Saturday, May 29th at noon. That's Eastern Standard Time in the United States. That's 5 p.m. London time and 8 a.m. on May 30th for Sydney time. And you can just figure out where it is from there. We'll post it on our social media so you know what time it is. And uh, it's going to be an awful lot of fun. We're going to record it. And we will make that Zoom call available for others later if they'd like to get an opportunity to watch it. Um, We're very excited about it. It's going to be interesting and fun and bring your questions because there'll be an opportunity to ask them and things like that. It's going to be great. Yes. So another thing is um, we're actually having this event before the due date for PF Glam. So we will be giving away prizes, but not the grand prize. That's absolutely true. And there is nothing I like more than giving away prizes and mailing them out. Although I, I find that it takes longer for them to arrive than I anticipate. So there's a little bit of tension there as I wait for the prizes to be received, but it's still great fun to do. So we're looking forward to that as well. So we're hoping that we'll see as many of you as possible, whether you completed anything per P- for PF Glam or not. Um, Absolutely. Please, yeah, please join us for the prom and, and we'll have a great time. So that's Saturday, May 29th at noon Eastern Standard Time. The Punk Frackers is created, produced, and edited by Beverly Baptiste and Jenny Hassler. On Instagram, you can find the podcast at Punk Frackers. You can find Jenny at J.O. Hassler and Beverly at Weeds to Wildflowers. Our artwork and music is created and performed by Jim Duran. You can find him on Instagram and his website at jimduran.art.